Hello, this is Lindsay from Security Plus LLC. We have successfully been reducing costs for many WPT members regarding employee benefits. I'm going to be reaching out to WPT members who want to take steps to enjoy better benefits, better understanding of health insurance, better service, all at a lower cost. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Well, thank you, Lindsay, and thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 19th of April, 2023. Well, happy Wednesday. How is your week going so far? Hopefully well. You know, I spoke too soon last week with all that beautiful weather. I thought we were out of the woods, stupidly, but some areas in central Wisconsin got over 20 inches of snow earlier this week. Wow. So I should have known better. It's April in our state. I jumped the gun a little bit, but it looks like we have a little bit longer to wait before I stop complaining about weather every week. Let's jump into some news together. Governor Tony Evers yesterday signed Executive Order 194, declaring a state of emergency throughout the state of Wisconsin following heavy rainfall and rapid snow melt that have contributed to flooding issues in several counties and the potential for more widespread flooding across the state in today and the days following. Protecting Wisconsinites from potential major flood impacts is a serious concern for our state, especially as the water levels could continue to rise in the coming days, Governor Evers said. This executive order instructs state agencies and the Wisconsin National Guard to provide assistance should the need arise and helps us ensure resources are available to assist with response and recovery efforts. Several rivers and streams have also risen to flood stage and could continue to rise in the coming days. Heavy precipitation in the forecast could produce an additional one to three inches of rain, causing more damage. Governor Evers is directing state agencies, including the Wisconsin Emergency Management, the Wisconsin State Patrol, and the DNR, the Wisconsin Department of Health Services, and the National Guard to provide assistance should it be requested by local authorities. The state assembly was in session yesterday and passed a bill to increase penalties for carjacking. God forbid that happens to any of you. Increasing it to a class B felony from class C or 60 year sentence instead of 40 years. Evers last month signed a bill that allows local governments to authorize their law enforcement to their local law enforcement to impound vehicles of the owners if the owners are cited for reckless driving. Representative Paul Tittle, a Republican of Manitowoc, said you couldn't pay him to go to Milwaukee right now. Probably a bit of an exaggeration. He said attendance at big events in the city are dropping because of carjacking. Representative Ryan Clancy, a Democrat from Milwaukee, self-labeled socialist, did note that the bill would make the penalty stricter for carjacking than for other violent crimes, such as sexual assault, harassment of a child, abduction, or kidnapping. So that's an interesting perspective. The bill did pass on broad bipartisan lines, 80 to 18 after the Senate passed it last month, also 23 to 8. It is expected Governor Evers will sign the measure into law. The Assembly yesterday also passed legislation that prohibits local governments from banning gas-powered cars or appliances. More specifically, the bill would prevent the state and local government from restricting the use of devices based on their energy source. That measure passed along party lines with all Democrats voting against the bill. One Democrat, Christine Senecki of Milwaukee, got kind of cranky on the floor of the Assembly yesterday and started gaslighting the measure, calling it a waste of time. She said nobody is seeking to restrict anything right now and that this is fixing a problem that doesn't exist. The MSNBC is very strong in that one for sure. No word on if the Senate will take that bill up. Regardless, I think it would be headed for Evers' veto list. 
The Joint Committee on Finance earlier this week stopped the state's Knowles-Nelson stewardship program from using $4 million to fund the purchase of 56,000 acres east of Rhinelander, and a whole 70,000 acres are what are up for discussion. The DNR has to find the extra cash now before their federal grant for the purchase is rescinded. Republican lawmakers on the committee chided the DNR for essentially ignoring the concerns of northern Wisconsin residents, essentially accusing them of pretending those concerns don't even exist. The DNR should be ashamed for what they did on this project, the co-chairman of JFC, Mark Bourne, said in the hearing. State Senator Mary Felskowski of Irma was vocally opposed even before the hearing, saying that the area could be used for future development, citing the areas are going through economic struggles. She said the move would make that region less economically viable. Despite this being the large, largest land grab in state history, or as the media has been calling it, the largest land conservation effort in state history, the acting DNR secretary said he had only heard last week that several local governments in the area passed resolutions opposing the purchase. So more on that to come. Some people are saying that Governor Evers could just unilaterally send the funding uh, to the stewardship program and allow them to make the purchase. We'll see how it plays out. And just a few moments ago, Governor Evers signed executive order creating a green ribbon, (laughs) sorry, excuse me, a green ribbon commission on clean energy and environmental innovation. Governor Tony Evers signed Executive Order 195, creating the Green Ribbon Commission on Clean Energy and Environmental Innovation to advise on creating the state's first ever Green Innovation Fund. The Green Innovation Fund and its partners will leverage public and private financing to invest in projects that provide environmental and clean energy solutions to businesses, reduce pollution, lower energy costs for families, and expand access to clean, affordable energy options. Ah, yes. Nothing like actually getting thing done, things done than creating a committee to work on those things. You know, one committee, another committee, a study committee, a commission. Governor said Wisconsin is ready for bold and urgent solutions to the climate crisis and creating the Green Innovation Fund will not only help propel our state forward towards our clean energy goals and enable our state to leverage federal funding available under the Inflation Reduction Act, but it will establish Wisconsin as a leader in innovative technology and clean energy. This commission is an important step forward in doing that and to ensuring this fund is successful in building a sustainable clean energy economy for the future. Word soup. So with that, we will leave you with one from Frederick Hayek, who said, The system of private property is the most important guarantee of freedom, not only for those who own property, but scarcely less for those who do not. That's all for this week. I hope you have a great remainder of your week. And as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business farm and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.